Hello, and welcome to the Real Talk with Reagan podcast. I'm your host, Reagan. This is the podcast where I'm going to get really honest about how to grow a profitable online business and share the raw truth of what goes behind the scenes of entrepreneurship. I went from wondering, is this what life is all about as an employee to CEO of my own company and was able to replace my paycheck within the first year of business? This show is for the online business owner who is ready to learn not only the strategy, but the mindset of what it takes to grow your legacy as a CEO. I'm so happy you are here. Now let's dive into this episode. Welcome back to Real Talk with Reagan. I'm so excited because y'all, I have some amazing interviews with my past clients lined up so that you can literally learn from them. Now here is the deal with interviewing clients. These are some of the best podcasts ever. Some of my favorite podcasts I've ever listened to is when a coach interviewed their past client. And here's why. You are going to get a chance to actually learn about the thoughts that they had to change, right? Thoughts that literally changed their entire business. Things that they had to restructure or how they moved through it and how they created results so that you can see how you can do this for yourself. So when I am interviewing my past clients or I'm sharing a past interview on this podcast, here is the vibe. Soak up as much information as you can possible. What are thoughts that you can start thinking because of this? What are things you can embody? What are structural changes you could make, right? So I'm so, so excited. So I'm going to kick off this podcast series of interviewing past clients with an interview that I am taking from my Instagram. So I interviewed an incredible person, Kira Conover, and we are going to take, we're going to go back in time and you are going to be able to learn from her, right? We are going to look at her evolution inside of this container, right? And so I want to kick this off by telling you where she is now, right? So Kira is absolutely crushing it and I'm so freaking proud of her. She is now a full-time CEO as a business and marketing strategist. She is out of her nine to five and she is running what I call a top tier agency and she is the goat of omni-channel marketing, aka getting off of Instagram and building your brand through different marketing platforms, email, podcasting, blogs, so forth and so on so you can expand your brand and, you know, up that bank account. And this is what I know to be true about Kira's success. She has never stopped taking action when it comes to her vision and mission. And that mission has only grown more potent. She truly has such a strong sense of self-trust and moving with her conviction. She has continued to invest in her business. She's created her own lane in the coaching and marketing space, and she's truly trailblazing in her niche. So I cannot wait for you to learn from this interview from what she was implementing what she was working through and how she was in the beginning of building her self-trust and breaking the rules that she thought she had to have to be successful. So I cannot wait to share this past interview with you because there's so much gold to learn from her transformation that you can carry into your coaching, right? And this was at the beginning of building this, her business. So this is going to be so incredible and like important. If you're like, 
I want to replace my paycheck. Like this was the start of that evolution, okay? So before we dive into the interview, let's talk about what we're gonna be talking about. So before she was wanting, before working with me, she was really wanting to be more confident, grow her client base, and truly be a disruptor in her industry, in her online space. I remember her using that word disruptor verbatim, right? However, she was totally exhausted with the Instagram algorithm, right? And she was really trying to like find her footing and building a business that she wanted right? At the time she was selling coaching and what you'll learn in the interview is she pivoted into VIP days, which now her VIP days have carried into a completely huge brand. So anyways, what I was saying is she really just wanted to build a business authentic to her and we did just that. So what we're going to be diving into this video is like where she was before we started working together, like what gave her the gumption and courage and trust to invest in herself, like why did she start her business, biggest mindset shifts, biggest strategy shifts, biggest celebrations. And then it's so cool because she talks about where she wants to be at the end of 2021. At the beginning of this podcast episode, totally shared with you where she is now and you'll get to see that evolution unfold. And she's going to get into some advice and then anyone who feels nervous about investing, like what she would say. So this interview is incredible. As always, after you listen to it, if you feel like you are moved to get into inside of my one-on-one coaching, the links are below in the show notes for you to apply. But without further ado, let's get into this interview. Hi, everyone. Happy Friday. This is my talented expert status, like level of genius one-on-one client, Kiara, but so long side hustle academy. So she's going to kind of talk about her experience and all of that good stuff, kind of where she was before, what happened during, what's happening now. And really, it's just going to be so freaking chill. I'm so excited to have all of you here. Okay, do you want to introduce yourself, what you do, all that good stuff? Yeah, of course. So I am Kiara Reagan, and I met through, like, just, like, Instagram. And we just had, like, a natural conversation. And then I ended up doing So Long Side Hustle Academy. And now I am one of her one-on-one clients. And so what it is that I do, my day job, I'm a corporate marketing strategist. And I actually work for The Gap, managing all of marketing for North America. And my side hustle is also doing marketing strategy as well for um, up and coming entrepreneurs. And my emphasis is really on sort of incorporating a little bit of my fashion background into what it is that I do. So, you know, as someone who went to school for merchandising, and as someone who has been in the digital space for a really long time, my approach to marketing is really to look at everything from end to end. So I know what it, it I know what goes into creating a line, And I translated that work experience into knowing what it is to create a product suite, right? I know how to build something so that it's marketable and I teach my clients how to do the same thing. And so really just connecting the dots between brand identity, marketing, customer experience, making sure all of it's cohesive and seamless instead of having this like targeted approach to marketing where it's just about getting more leads, getting more sales. It's more so of like a holistic approach. So yes. that's me in a nutshell. That's why I introduced her as the goat. Like, oh. 
literally, you're just so wise and intelligent and you know your shit, right? It's not like you're a self-taught marketer. Oh, thanks. And plus years of disrupting the industry. I can go on and on about her forever. You should stalk her at the end. We'll get into that. <laughs> Okay, so let's just get into it. Where do you feel like your business was like before we, before the academy started? So like January 2021. Yeah, so I started in October. I started my business in October after me and I guess you could say my girl group kind of broke up. So I had started a business with a group of friends. I worked on it all of 2020. And then in October, we sort of just parted ways. And I kind of was met at this crossroads of like, what is it? What do I want to do? How do I take everything that it is that I had was working on and make it translatable, right? To what it is that I still wanted to do. I had put in all this work, but at the time I had invested into a course and I was in a very like linear way of building my business. So it was like, I had created modules and I had like worksheets and I had like structured everything to like be very like course-like because the idea was that I was going to do one-on-one clients and then scale my business. And I was going to grow into having a course just like the person that it is that I bought the course from. And by the time December came around, I was still feeling a little disconnected. Now I know it only sounds like, okay, it's just two months. Like what could you hope to gain in two months? But it just didn't feel aligned to what it is that I wanted. And then when I started interacting with you and we started talking a little bit more, it just sort of felt natural for us to just, you know, connect and work together. Yeah. So it was like a lot of what I'll call like maybe rule following, right? works in this industry. This is what I have to do. This is like the Instagram, the like the modules, the coaching. And it just didn't feel like in alignment. We kind of talked about that before, you know, we started together and eventually what it expanded to inside of the academy. Yes. So what do you feel like led to you making the decision to invest, right? You invested in a course, like you've been doing this for like a while, like what was this moment where you're like, okay, I'm going to trust myself again. I'm going to give it a go. I'm going to be supported. What do you think led to that point? So I really knew towards the end of it after spending a year of piecing my business together and then making the pivot and then buying the course and not working out, me buying digital products, me downloading free webinars, like me doing the whole piece DIY piece it together myself. After doing all of that, I sort of realized that I knew I wanted one-on-one help, but I wasn't in a position where I could afford it. So Mm -hmm. I thought the group coaching program would be like a good hybrid for me, but I knew I didn't want to be in a group. I just knew that I needed some type of one-on-one support. I knew that from jump. I knew that as soon as December happened, I was like, I need as soon as I got to December, I knew that I I wanted like eyes on my business. And then when I did the group coaching program, which was phenomenal, then I then upscaled afterwards to invest in in one to one, which is sort of like how I kind of ease my way into yeah into it. Yeah, it was like more of like okay, I've done this by myself. I've even invested right a thousand. Yeah, investing. investing $1,000, investing, you know, $5,000. It is all scary. Yes. Is that like the online space? We've kind of just, it's crazy what we do. Everything that I, I felt like everything that I was seeing was like, until I get someone in the trenches of my business, I don't feel like I'm going to get an answer. Mm, I love that so much because 
I have a similar story. I invested in two different courses. And finally, I was just like, okay, this isn't working. I need, yeah. I need some support. So yeah. I love it. So it was just like, okay, I'm done being in the trenches. I'm going to. And I think courses are great for things that are more system-based. So Mm -hmm. things that are like one plus one equals two. I don't think courses are great for like, you know, if I want to take a course on how to set up Dipsado or systems management, I think that's phenomenal. I don't think courses are great for like actually building a business. You you can call me biased or whatever, because I do one-on-one VIP days maybe, but I just, I don't think that that's really going to help people. I 100% agree. If it's one plus one equals two, then that's easy. Cause it's, yes. But when it's, okay, I'm creating curriculum, I'm pivoting, I have to sell, you know, things are rising in me that I have to deal with. Yeah. That's where the support comes in. So Kara, why did you start your business? Like, why have you been building this legacy of yours? So I initially started it as like a fluke. <laughs> I initially, like, like I told you, I was in a girl group. The girl group didn't work out. I had done all this freaking work and I wasn't going to let it go to waste. So Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, you can either quit or you can keep going. Mm -hmm. I kept going. I signed a client two weeks later. I signed another one after that. And I was signing them every single month ever since then. So to me, I was like, okay, I have a good, a good thing going here. Yeah. I think in terms of why I teach what it is that I teach, I think there's just a huge miss in the marketplace on what marketing actually is. Mm -hmm. And I just saw a really big opportunity to educate a lot of people. We talk about this all the time, but I think a lot of people think that marketing is just this constant output of being on social media. And I say all the time, like you don't see the CEO of Gap or the CEO of Amazon ever on freaking Reels. Like no (laughs) one's ever on there. Do you know what I mean? So if Reels is the only way to make your business successful, why are multi-billion dollar companies not doing it? So it was like those types of things that I just felt like, okay, somebody needs like, we gotta, we gotta help people out here. Um, So that's sort of why I was like, okay, I think I'm onto something. And I had a very like disruptive tone in the space. And I sort of just found my niche with that and it clicked. I love that. And what do you think you're doing for yourself five years down the road, 10 down years the road? Like when you think about the creation of your business, what does that look like? What doors do that open up for you? Man, not having my hours dictated by somebody else. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's for one. I think like I got to a point where my time became very important to me in a way that I, I always sort of predicted, but I thought that I would be switching to another job. I didn't think that I'd be switching to my own business. Yeah. So when the opportunity when I started putting out content and started attracting certain clientele and it was working, then I was like, okay, this could be something that I could, I could really do. I have moments, you, as you know, like I have moments where I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it. (laughs) I have moments like that. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know if I'm going to make it. I have those moments, but yeah, for the most part to me, this is in in a way, I don't want to say my one way ticket to freedom, but I mean, it's, it's a way of me kind of not having to work in corporate America anymore. It is. It's your ticket to be like the person who carves her own lane, right? When we're in corporate America and, you know, people who watch this replay are are here live, we're here because we're creating our own lane, right? And so it's so powerful that not only did you see a gap and you have this mission, but also you're saying vermin, like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Because, y'all, business is not easy. If you bought into that lie, uh, welcome to the real, real. This is not 
it's not easy to create this momentum, which leads me to this perfect segue is like, what do you think your biggest mindset shifts were inside of the academy that like supported you to this? pivot into signing clients. What do you think that was like? We talk about this all the time, but the thing that you've always said to me that resonates the most is like, you get to choose. And I don't think a lot of people think that when they start a business and the space is like so loud with so many different like opinions and advice on what it is that you get to do. Yeah, Everything is about, I think just in the group sessions, it was like, well, if you don't want to do it, don't let's figure out what works for you. Mm-hmm. And I, I've, I've taken that with me in my own business where, you know, my platform is hundred percent customizable. It's all about you. It's mm-hmm. not about trying to fit you into X, Y, and Z strategy. And I remember there were a couple things that I was like, Reagan, your module was on this, but like, I don't want to do that. And then it was like, okay, cool. We'll go to the meeting and we'll talk about how we incorporate that for you and what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know? So it was, I would say that to me was like the biggest shift was just allowing myself to really lead and not feel like I was following whatever I thought was going to make me successful. Ah, okay. I'm trying not to get emotional. That's a big deal, right? To feel like I am in the driver's seat of this bus. Like it's not a coach. It's not a course. It's me. And I get to call the shots and I get to feel comfortable doing that. Right. And I get to trust myself. So I love that so much, Kira. Oh my gosh. That is just amazing. Yeah. And I love how you've integrated that into, you know, what you do now, right? Because yeah. VIP day like Kira's, right? Because it's like yeah. completely customizable to them and what they need. And like you said, you are like this ready to take yeah. this thing. And I think that's so amazing. So when it came to strategy, what do you think was the most helpful, the biggest shift, the one that's like, okay, yes. I would say the most strategic thing that I felt like I got out of the So Long Side Hustle is probably when you helped me merge my two aspects of my business that it is that I had together. So I had initially branding and marketing. Mm. And you were like, I don't think your customer knows the difference between the two. Like, and it was so interesting that you had said that because I would get on discovery calls and people were like, I don't know if I need one or two. They sound like I both and and I need both, you know? (laughs) And so you really sort of, we sort of put together, repackaged my product suite and we like built my VIP day together on what used to be two separate packages, making it into a VIP day, streamlining that, me saying, you know, I don't want to do extended coaching, which is a net, we can do a whole other live on <laughs> yes, we- extended coaching because I'm not the extended coaching girl. I'm the girl that's like one done, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah. That's why I do a VIP day. <laughs> that was a huge pick strategy was like, okay, I'm not doing coaching anymore, right? No. Yeah. 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 Ditch coaching stepped into strictly strategy. So yeah, both of those things were big things that it is that you really helped me with. Yeah. And what you like, I got to help you, but you got to be in your power and move through with it, right? You got Mm -hmm. and you ran with it and you ran with it fast and it keeps on expanding. Yeah. Which is so incredible. So what are your biggest celebrations in the academy? It's kind of confusing because now we're doing coaching and I'm even like kind of mixed up. up I here. know I'm mixed. I'm a little blended, <laughs> a little blended, but like at the end of those 12 weeks, like what were you like, what were you just so proud of yourself around? Whether it was monetary mindset, what you did in that time. I would say ditching shame. I know that sounds corny. No, it doesn't. Or, or deep. 
but I would say that's one. Ditching, ditching, ditching shame mainly because I didn't want to work with the same clients for six months at a time or do extended coaching. And that making me feel like, you know, that I wasn't a good coach because I couldn't help people unless I had them for long term. So I felt like that was a really big unlock for me. And then I would say the second thing probably just ownership of where I was in the space and where I definitely was not going to be. Mm, oh, that is so good here. Okay. Elaborate yeah. 45 seconds. Like what, is, what does that mean to you? Cause I got the good. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what that 100% means is like me being okay with doing it differently, even if it's not popular. And that is retraining because I am used to working for big businesses where we don't always lead trends, we follow them. And we're constantly trying to compete and stay relevant and all those things. And I just had to get really comfortable with being like, I'm not the person that hops on lives. I'm not the person that does all the popular things. I'm not freaking dancing in a reels. That will never happen. You know, like, (laughs) I'm just, I'm not the popular girl, but I got to be okay with, with that. And then just draw the line and who's for me is for me. And who's not is who's not. And I've created a really cool community of people that totally relate to that yeah you are the embodiment of your values when you think about leadership when we talked about leadership in the academy what we continue to talk about one-on-one coaching is leading you right i lead first my community comes next like the money comes next yes we've always been about being someone who sees things in the long term someone who's a disruptor someone who really just stands in their zone of genius. And it's so, you don't see that a lot in the online space. And so, A, I'm always so proud of you, but you should be so proud of yourself because you are in integrity of your values and what you are building your business upon. And I feel like that was the perfect way to even say that. I try to. Yeah. Lots of boxer access to you. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Okay. So two more questions. What advice? The chat you- is quiet. Y'all are quiet. I don't even know who's on here, but the, the chat is quiet. They're just enamored by it. They're us. listening. Okay. <laughs> we, I mean, we do this every day, y'all. So yeah. this is like <laughs> snippet, a literal snippet. Okay. <laughs> what advice would you give to yourself a year ago? Like to the person, you know, you see the gap, but you can't see like where you're going, right? There's just like this ambiguity. Like, what would you tell her? What would you tell her to believe about herself? What would you tell her that's coming for her? Like, what would that look like? Because there's people that are going to be watching this and they're like, can I do this? I've done this before. Is this going to work? Am am I good enough? Right? So what would you tell past Kira? I would say don't be afraid to go out on a limb. I think this time last year, I was knee deep in my girl group. And I was terrified of running a business by myself, which is why I clung to it for dear life. And then when they sort of made the decision for me that it wasn't going to work out, then it was like, I got pushed into a decision. And I, I think there's somebody out there that's probably doing something along those same lines. Maybe it's not with a girl group, but maybe it's at a job. Or maybe it's at whatever your security blanket is and you're concerned on giving that up because doing X, Y, and Z is a lot scarier. I promise you it's not a lot scarier. I have so much more fun now than I did being in the girl group. So that's probably what I would tell her is just be like, you should have quit that ish a long time ago. (laughs) 
Like you should have bet on yourself. Like, <laughs> yeah, your own tip is is pretty great. Your stuff is dope. Yeah, oh. look what happens when you don't have other people. You know, right? So. The world. This is cheesy, but it's a mirror to us, right? So when we yeah. think other people, it's hard to go out on our own. But then once we do it, we have collective proof of what we can do. It's like, oh damn, I I'm gonna keep on doing this. I love yeah. it. Okay, what were your biggest celebrations? Did we already say that? Did I say that? No, 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 no. Biggest celebrations. Yeah. Selling my VIP day before I even had made it. Yeah. Y'all, seven days. Yeah. It's <laughs> crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. And then two of them were, I was actually in a conference learning how to make a VIP day. And then five days later, I was like, I'm going to do VIP days and then sold it. So that was wild. And I think sort of just going back to all the stuff, other stuff that it is that we talked about, where I think I feel accomplished in the sense of I'm actually... this time last year was in such a different place, yeah. you know, and a lot happened in a year and I'm just proud of myself for just not giving up on it. Yeah. Y'all entrepreneurship is not for the faint of heart. No. And sometimes we get lost and we think, Oh, the only wins are, you know, the clients and the monetary. But when just in this interview, I hope you're like, just seeing that the winds come in all ways of trusting ourselves, of going out on the limb to creating new processes, to being disruptors from trusting ourselves. And it's just so, business is so much more than just who we sign on as clients and who we create, but kind of who we become in the process, right? It's like insane. Yeah. I love absolutely. it. Absolutely. Okay. So if anyone's on the fence, nervous to move, invest, what would you say to them? I would say... You need to hire her one-on-one, but if you can't afford it, jo- join so long. So- <laughs> Love it. Yeah. That's what I would say. Uh, <laughs> she's, where- she's the greatest. Oh my gosh. Stop. Ah. Where can they find you? Where can they hire, right? Like riff on what you do for people as we just up. Yeah. So I just changed business names. I just changed everything. I just rebranded. I now have expanded my team to be a studio. So it is now, it went from KLC branding to KLC, the studio. Mm. And yeah, we do, I have three VIP days, branding, marketing, customer experience. If you don't know what the three have to do do with each other, you can go to my like VIP little highlight section and it'll explain it all to you. It's my signature offer. It's my tried and true I've put so much love and joy and all my knowledge into that. So that's my baby. And then I just expanded into three new things. So I'm doing photo shoot styling and creative direction Mm. where I get to bring a little bit of my fashion and design to to everyone. And then I'm doing um, actual like logos and brand identity for people now. So that kind of goes on par with the brand strategy. Mm. And then me and my husband just teamed up and we're offering social media management services. So... I love it. Yeah. Y'all, she is slowly rolling out with everything that's new. And I got a behind the scenes look and I have never seen anything <laughs> luxurious, badass. Yay. Outfit. It's going to be so great. So if there is a gap in those things as you're listening to it, go hire here and not me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Strategy all the way. If you need mindset, call Reagan first. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Thank you so much for doing this with me. This was so great. And for hopping off your meeting and doing this, I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. Of course. I'm proud of you and I'll just see you in Boxer. Okay, great. (laughs) Bye. Bye. 
Thank you so much for tuning into Real Talk with Reagan. I hope you are taking what you are learning in these episodes and putting it to work so you can sign consistent clients and replace that paycheck. Now, before you go, I have something special for you. There is a freebie in my show notes and you are going to want to download it ASAP. I am giving you three fail-proof steps to create your first four figures as a coach. Yep, you heard that right. Inside of this free training, I'm covering the three steps that if you implement it in your business, you can make your first $1,000 in your coaching business and beyond. Now, one last favor. If you love this podcast, share this knowledge with others by either sharing my podcast on your social media and tagging me or by leaving a positive review so that Apple boosts this podcast for others to see it and learn from it and also grow their business. Okay, I'll see you next week where we dive into more realness around creating a profitable coaching business.